T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chris Henry joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? So stop and think it over. Greg Cartwright song from Memphis' own Compulsive Gamblers. Um, and um, dedication to the response elicited by Jaron Jackson Jr.'s defensive presence. Uh, you have a column up about that uh, at the Daily Memphian. and I urge people to, to read it. Um, and, uh, and you, you, in it, you write, there is a stat for everything, but what is the stat for making a man say nope? There was a lot of Atlanta Hawks saying nope last night, in addition to the eight blocks that they put up when they didn't say, when they said, yep. Yeah, I thought so. I felt like there was a lot of second guessing going on. A lot of let's pump fake once and kick it out. And then it comes back in. Let's pump fake once and kick it back out. And let's drive, take take one dribble into a drive and then think, no, maybe not, and kick it to the corner. And, yeah, even with the eight blocks, there was a lot of, a lot of noping going on. Um, he, his, 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 he was good last year at blocking shots. Better than ever? Uh, well, I mean, the numbers are better. Uh, that, that's for sure. Um, yeah, he led the league in blocks last season. He's, he's leading the league in blocks per game right now. And I didn't look this up myself because right. I don't pay for a stat head subscription. But according to Keith Parrish, he has the highest um, block rate in NBA history at the moment. Um, so, yeah, he is he's the best top blocker in the league. But the other thing, the stats start, start knocking around today, but I, I put it in my column on him last week. Um, you know, he's he, he was at the time near, now at the top of the league, as he was last season, in terms of opponent field goal percentage at the rim and how his presence impacts that, which is kind of a stat for Nope, but sort of a round 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 away stat for Nope. Uh, what is the uh, – so you, you said someone asked on Twitter, and so we'll clarify now. What is block rate? Um, I mean, it was block percentage. I think block percentage is how it was phrased. It's basically the percentage of field goal attempts um, by an opponent that you block when you're on the floor. So if they take 20 shots, or 20 field goal attempts when you're on the floor and you block one of them, I guess that would be a 5% block. If you block two of them, that'd be a – is that right? Whatever, whatever the math is on that. Right. They take ten shots. You block one. That'd be a ten percent block rate. I also liked, and you mentioned this in your column. I don't think you phrased it as a new rule, a suggestion, or whatever. That he should get as many attempts, at least as many attempts, shot attempts, as he gets blocks. That seems fair, yeah. and he sometimes doesn't. I, uh, I was trying to avoid the the Bill Bill Maher reference. Right. New, new rule. rule. I, I went. What hoop idea? Shout out Henry Abbott. That's an old true hoop Henry Abbott thing. Um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, he was efficient offensively as well. 
last night. Brevin Knight was saying that one of the things that's sort of fun about the Grizzlies is, and this is true of maybe other teams too, but when Ja isn't there, like that was a highly entertaining night in its own way, right? Didn't you? Didn't there may be people who went to see Ja and Trey Young and they were disappointed, but they have enough interesting things on that team. That there's a lot of interesting things. It sort of it becomes a certain amount of fun uh, in in different ways. And watching Jaron collect those blocks was one of them. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think I made that point in the show, you know, last week. Even the, the game where Ja had the triple double against uh, the Thunder, to me, it was like the third or fourth most interesting thing happened in the game. Like it's not about like if you like basketball, you can go see good basketball. It's not have, it doesn't just have to be about being in the presence of a celebrity, right? And Ja is more than that. Ja is the most interesting player to watch in the league, maybe. But it's not just about watching this one guy who's a star, and then there's like other robots running around around him. Like the Grizzlies are a really interesting team with lots of good players and lots of players of sort of interesting interesting games. Um, we saw a lot of the uh, of the deep bench last night. Did anything particularly strike you beyond? Uh... Uh, beyond uh, a Jaron's night, Tyus was great um, again. Obviously, I mean, Tyus was tremendous, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would want to. I mean, I, I, the thing about that one game last night is that, like, the Hawks were the second night of a back-to-back and set everybody. And like, that, that was one of those. They'll Hebe Brown, you know, five nights a year. Like that applies to other teams too. <laughs> and that was one of those games for Atlanta. But and so I wouldn't get too exalted about you know individual the game performances of your role players and stuff. But 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 it's also a pattern like the Grizzlies. You know, Santa Dama's been good. He was good last night. And um, Kendi Chandler, I think when he's gotten and we talked about this when he's gotten opportunities, he's acquitted himself where well. And he had a couple of like particular highlight moments last night in terms of the the chase down block and and then and then the dunk. Yeah, no, fantastic. Um, the dunk was ridiculous. And then what was partly fun was on the TV broadcast, they immediately cut to John ja Morant enjoying the dunk. You know, there is that real sense of, what was the vibe? What, what did you call it? The, the the vibe quotient or something in an earlier column. Anyway, you can read Chris on the Grizzlies last night uh, over at the Daily Memphian. Other news in the NBA, and I won't keep you long today. We were late to get to you. Other news in the NBA is they have renamed awards uh let's see how you feel about each of these the michael jordan mvp yeah that's fine i don't even remember what what i mean ultimately it's the mvp award right and right. So, like it's the whatever mvp award it's just the mvp award i don't remember who it was named after before i don't think it was uh, it was just I, it, I don't know that it was an mvp award it's the okay hakeem olajuwon i think it was sponsored y'all i think it was the kia mvp oh. And well, I, I I approve of of rewards of the um, trophies named after players more than named after corporations. So <laughs> right. in that case, upgrade. Um, I guess one of the questions would be: Is is this the player who you most think of when you think of the award that goes with it? Right. So yeah, it's Jordan, yeah, Jordan MVP, Hakeem Olajuwon Defensive Player of the Year. Is there a Defensive Player of the Year who would have been? I mean, I think Bill Russell probably may have preceded the so. award defensive player of the year. But like, I've had, you know, when you think of like the great defenders in NBA history, Bill Russell is probably the first name that comes to mind. But Elijah Wan's way up there. Kevin Garnett for me. Um, but you know, I, I think th- that's like your upper crust, probably. I would not have. I didn't think about this, 
with the Wilt Chamberlain Rookie of the Year. It seems to diminish Wilt Chamberlain, which is a hard thing to do. But he did he did score thirty seven point six points a game as a rookie. So, but like, isn't he bigger than a Rookie of the Year trophy? I guess, but like, who? I mean, you know, uh, what, what do you do? You want the Mike Miller Rookie of the Year trophy? I mean, I mean, I mean someone who just I mean, was a Rookie of the Year and then disappeared, right? right. Exactly. You, you uh, know, I mean, that's not Mike Miller, but there are people like, like, well, you know. Right. He also won six man of the year, right? But right. like if you think of like former rookie of the year winners, like, you know, I don't know, the Michael Carter Williams rookie of the year trophy. <laughs> right. Didn't he win it one year? <laughs> Maybe. Uh John Havlicek sixth man, that seems obvious because he was great. Manu Ginobili probably could have won could be could the Manu six man of the year award. A lot of these are uh, they feel like from the same generation, whatever. But anyway, John Havlicek, sixth man. And did you know that George Mikan was improved? I didn't know that. I didn't know that he I I I I, I think I, I assume George Mikan was born with like on rim glasses and like <laughs> right. you know and and whatever. So I, I don't I don't think of him being young enough to ever improve. It's funny Jerry West gets the there's a new award. The Clutch Player of the Year Award. Yeah, is, that's asking for trouble. Like, 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 we don't have enough like stuff to argue about with awards like all season long. The people right. are already campaigning. People are already on Twitter saying Jared Jackson should be considered for Defensive Player of the Year. Like, a he finished like fourth or whatever in that vote last year, so he's already considered that level considered player. That. And B, it's like early December and he's played ten games. Like, let's, I mean, you know, I don't need to worry about that right now. Well, this was like last year with the whole Ja All Star. Ja doesn't want to be most improved player. I I agree. I think the award right. award conversation sometimes gets in the way of the basketball. <laughs> Just enjoy the basketball right. anyway. Uh, well, the other question is is that it is interesting. He 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 played in all these finals, but he didn't win them. So he may have been clutch, but he only won one. <laughs> right, right. You know, like that's, that's a good point. Yeah, it's a little odd that he he was uh, he won the MVP while losing the series. The only player to do that. But what do you what are you going to ultimately measure that on the clutch? thing on fourth quarter performance what are the stat heads gonna what, what stats do you reach for no it's it, it, it's a good question i mean people are gonna this is gonna be some deep dive, deep dives going on i mean first of all the nba has what they call clutch time or crunch time or whatever i guess it's called clutch time which is the last five minutes of a game when the score is within five points so the most obvious thing to do is to look at to just look at stats in so-called clutch time and see you know who's scoring those points with the best shooting percentage and like you know, who's the MVP of clutch time? So whatever you apply for your normal MVP, apply it to only the right. the, the small sliver of time that qualifies as clutch, clutch time. time. I guess that's what we'll do, but I don't know. It's like who who hits the memorable big shots. Like a lot of people think of Kobe Bryant as like a great clutch right. player, but like the stats say actually no, you know. Um, by the way, the, the Michael Jordan trophy, previously the league's MVP trophy was named after former commissioner – this is how big it is, man. Maurice Podoloff. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. who's now, whose name now will be attached to a new trophy honoring the team that posts the best regular season record. You're going to get the Maurice Podoloff. It's nice that when you're bumped, you're, you're, you're not bumped entirely. You're only bumped to a different, uh, let's be honest, lesser award. Uh, but there you go. Um, all right, let's see what else is new. Um it, the, the West is such a jumble, as we've said before. But like, then we see the Clippers when Kawhi's healthy, they can knock off the Celtics. You know, like the, it 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 doesn't feel yeah, like there's any order to it. I don't know what happened in that specific it. game, yes. but like 
every team's do a hiccup. And so the Celtics, the Celtics actually lost two. I'm looking at the standings now. They lost two in a row. And so, like, even the best teams are going to hit some bumps along the road. The thing in the West is that, so looking at it right now, the, the gap between it's starting, well, Minnesota is starting to pull themselves out a little bit, yes. which is distressing for them. But the gap between 1 and 11 in the East is nine games. The gap between 1 and 11 in the West is 5.5, which is a pretty big difference. So you still have, you still don't have a lot of separation, even from one down to out of the playoffs in the West. No, and from in the yeah, and in the playoffs, it's only four and a half games. You can go from New Orleans right. one to Utah to ten, and it is only four and a half games. Utah's interesting though, sitting there at ten because there is this sense that they may at some point disgorge some players. Like, what are they doing? Like, what should they be doing? Have they? they I think they will. I think I think they I think they are going to do that. I, I um I just don't. You know, you're sitting at ten in the West. I know you're four and only four and a half games, but like, no one thinks Utah's getting to the right. NBA Finals uh, or get to the Conference Finals. Um, and so, I think Danny Ainge at some point. It may not be a fire sale. It may not be give me anything you can give. You know, I'll take whatever the best offer is for everybody on the team. It may not right. be that. But I think I think he'll look. He will definitely survey the market if he hasn't already and say, "What can I get for Mike Conley? What can I get for Kelly Olynyk? What can I get for you know some of these guys?" I think that's going to happen. And that then. Utah's at 10, the teams that are uh, behind Utah, which would be happy to slide into 10, are Minnesota, which has its own problems, but they're only a game behind Utah. And then, honestly, that's the opportunity for the Lakers, who've been better, right? Right. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and I don't think – I think Utah's the only team that is probably already thinking electively, like maybe we pull a plug – but like I don't, you know, Portland. I just I don't really believe in Portland. Like, I know they're up to they're up at six, but it's only right. a game above where Utah is. I think that's another team. It could drop. Like if you could, you know, if, if the idea is, is could Minnesota and the Lakers both make it, and like what two teams would push out? I wouldn't surprise me if, if the Blazers fell back. Portland. One of the nice things is Sacramento seems legit good this year. Like I don't like they they and I think you you predicted this before the year began, but they are. I don't think they're going to be scrambling to get, you know, uh, one of the last two uh, play-in seeds here this year. This is one of my, my mailbag questions that I, that I may end up answering with so many questions I get. So I've already got plenty. But um, about, you know, are, you, are Sacramento and Indiana for real? And I thought Sacramento was for real before the season started. So I totally believe in it now. Um, but I had them ahead of the Lakers and the Blazers before the season started. And so to me, that's not enough. Um, have they been a little bit better than I thought? Yes, but I, I don't think there's. I, I don't think what they're doing is fluky. I just think that's what they are. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks, it's Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app, 
Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.